ghosts, we got all the tricks. Exorcisms and bloody gore. Every week you tune in for more. Here today, gone tomorrow. Bring the world down and don't get your sorrows. The devil's here and the demons follow. Rest in peace or not your normal horror. Not your normal Welcome back to Not Your Normal Horror. I'm Kim. And I'm Jay. And it's my turn. You're up, baby. I am up. What you got for us today? I have songs based on true crime. Ooh. Because I know way back when we did songs like horror movie Mm -hmm. type songs. And I wanted to do the other side of our podcast where it's true crime. So it's songs based on true crimes. I think I have 10. There's that many songs based on... Oh, there's a whole lot. I just picked 10. Yeah. And I was going to play the songs in the podcast, like, you know, after I talk about it. But then I was like, I'll probably get some copyright issues. Well... You can edit, take parts out. As long, my I mind. think as long as you don't play the whole song. Well, I'm or not... as long as you state that you do not own the rights to this music, then... Well, it's too late because I'm not doing it. Okay. Everybody knows how to use YouTube if they want to look them up. True. More than welcome to do that. Because I see like, people posting stuff on Facebook all the time with music in it, and they always have up there, I do not own the rights to this music. Yeah. You know? But it's like... There's songs that are out there for the public to hear, so it's... But they're not ours. This is true. Anyways, I'm just avoiding it altogether. Like there I said, it, I'm sure they're on YouTube. So, you know, people want to listen to them. They're on YouTube. Have at it. Are you going to have links for people to click on or no? Um, no. Okay. I'm not being... You're on your own, folks. I'm not being that helpful today, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's Okay. We all have days, yeah. and I'm having one. I've been having one all week. I cannot believe it's only Wednesday. Like, it's, it has to be Friday, but it's not. It's only Wednesday. Oh, so. Oh. Real quick, though. Yeah. Um, we have a date planned for this weekend. We're going to go see the new Scream movie. Oh, I forgot all about that. I know you did. Because you looked at me when I said we have a date plan. You're like, heart race for a minute. Like, uh, what am I supposed to be doing? It's like, where am I taking her? We're going to see the screen movie. I think we're going to go Saturday during the day. Okay. Because I was looking at um, the seats available for like one fifteen, And there are lots of seats open. So Scary just... movie in the daytime? That is so not you. I mean, it's dark in the theater. Who cares? Mm, Also, it's Scream. It's not really scary. It's just... Anyways. Now, enough banter. We don't usually banter. That was a lot of banter for us. That was a lot of banter. Sorry, guys. We're usually banterless, but again, having a day. So let's just jump into it now. Yeah. My first song is I Don't Like Mondays. I Don't Like Mondays either. Do you have any idea what this song is about? A serial killer? No. This song by Boomtown Rats was inspired by the crimes of Brenda Spencer, 
On January 29, 1979, Brenda, 16, opened fire on the Grover Cleveland Elementary School in San Diego, California. Principal Burton Rag and custodian Mike Schuker were killed in the shooting. She injured eight people and a police officer during the shooting. When asked by a reporter for the San Diego Union Tribune why she did this, she replied, quote, I don't like Mondays. This livens up the day, end quote. In the song, I Don't Like Mondays, it, lyrics are included, uh, quote, I don't like Mondays, tell me why, I don't like Mondays, I want to shoot the whole day down, end quote. Hmm. I don't like Mondays, but I don't hate them enough to shoot people. I don't either. So the next one is um, called Georgia Lee by Tom Waits. This song was inspired by the death of Georgia Leah Moses. Georgia, 12, was went missing on August 13th, 1997. She received a page from someone who she called back. She and her friend walked together to a nearby gas station in Petaluma, California. Georgia left the gas station with an unidentified man who the friend did not know. The friend had also had no idea why Georgia left with that man, but did say that Georgia called later that day, saying she wouldn't be back for the night. Nine days later, Georgia's body was found along Highway 101. She had been sexually assaulted and strangled before being left on the side of the road, and her case remains unsolved. Wow. Lyrics from the song include, quote, Cold was the night and hard was the ground. They found her in a small grove of trees and lonesome was the place where Georgia was found. She's too young to be out on the street. End quote. It's a sad lyric. Mm, sad situation. Well, yeah. Um, I actually don't think, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've heard any of these songs. Maybe one or I two. I haven't heard those two. I don't know that I want to, knowing what they're about now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Up next was is Jenny Was a Friend of Mine. And this song by The Killers was inspired by Robert Chambers, also known as The Preppy Killer. I think I've heard that one. Okay. The song is about the murder of Jenny Levin, 18, who was strangled to death by Chambers on August 26, 1986. Levin's, Levin, Levin's, I'm going to say Levin. Levin's half-naked body was found in Central Park in New York. Her body was twisted, lying by a tree, with her bra and top pulled up. Her face and body were covered in scratches and bite marks. She was last seen leaving a bar with Chambers, who was found to have fresh, bloody scratches on both sides of his face. Jenny's fingernails were bruised when her body was found, indicating that she was found, indicating that she had fought her attacker off while he strangled her. Lyrics of the song include, quote, we took, a, we took a walk that night, but it wasn't the same. We had a fight on the promenade out in the rain. She said she loved me, but she had nowhere to go. She couldn't scream while I held her close. I swore I'd never let her go, end quote. Yeah. Hmm. Up next, we have Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen. We wrote this song about the murder spree committed by... Charles Starkweather and Carol Ann Fugate. In January 1958 in Lincoln, Nebraska, 19-year-old Starkweather and his 14-year-old girlfriend Fugate started a killing spree. 
It began when Starkweather killed Carol's mother and stepfather after he argued with them in their home. But that wasn't enough. He also strangled her two-and-a-half-year-old sister. Jesus. They spent a few days in Carol's home before hitting the road and killing three more people, a farmer and two teenagers. The next day, they killed three more people, a Lincoln businessman, his wife, and their maid. On the day they were captured, they killed their final victim, a shoe salesman. Lyrics from the song include, Me and her went for a ride, sir, and ten innocent people died. From the town of Lincoln, Nebraska, with a sawed-off 410 in my, on my lap. Through the badlands of Wyoming, I killed everything in my path. End quote. Okay. Like some Bonnie and Clyde type shit. It, yeah, I mean, that was... Bonnie and Clyde was before them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I should know that. But I'm having a, I'm having a <laughs> You're day. You're having a day? I'm having a day. So You're having a day week. I don't know anything right now. <laughs> Up next, we have the Shankill Butchers, is the name of the song, by the Decemberists. And it's about, wait for it, the Shankill Butchers. Don't, no way. It is, yes. They were active between 1975 and 1982 in Belfast, Northern Ireland. I feel like I say that wrong, Belfast. I don't think it's Belfast. I think that's just my American... Belfast? I don't know how Belfast it would be Ireland? pronounced, but uh, I apologize to any Northern Islanders. I'm not trying to pronounce it wrong. You I just say Northern Islanders? Northern Irelanders. There you go. Yes, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> that's what I thought I said, but I probably didn't because I'm having a day. You're having a day. <laughs> okay. They were responsible for the deaths of at least 23 people. The Shankill Butchers were an Ulster Loyalist gang, and many of them were members of the Ulster Volunteer Force, which is an Ulster Loyalist paramilitary group. What's an Ulster? Um, I just, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Because I'm curious. I don't know. Their declared goals were to combat Irish Republicanism. Republicanism. God damn. Especially the Irish Republic Army, as well as maintain Northern Ireland's status as part of the UK. The UVF was responsible for more than 500 deaths. The butchers were notorious for kidnapping, torturing, and murdering random and suspected Catholic civilians. The victims were beaten and had their throats slashed with a butcher's Butcher knife. knife. They also killed six Ulster Protestants and two other Protestants that, that they mistook for Catholics. Lyrics include, the Shankill Butchers ride tonight, you better shut your windows tight. They're sharpening their cleavers and their knives and taking all their whiskey by the pint. End quote. Well, so Ulster, for anybody that did not know, because I never knew this, is one of the four traditional Irish provinces. It is made up of nine countries. Six of these constitute Northern Ireland. The remaining three are in the Republic of Ireland. It is the second largest and second most populous of Ireland's four traditional provinces, with Belfast being its biggest city. Way to have my back there. There you go. Nice teamwork, Jason. Yep. Because I was, I'm like Ulsters. I like a freaking gang, like Ulsters. Like, you don't want to fuck with the Ulsters. <laughs> Next up, we got Then Came the Last Days of May. Blue Oyster Cult made this song based on the shooting and murder of three college students, two who died and one who survived, when a drug deal went wrong. 
The guitarist of the band, Buck Dharma, knew one of the students personally. The three students from Stony Brook University on Long Island went to Tucson, Arizona in order to buy marijuana in bulk so they could resell it. They met up with two brothers who were supposed to be the dealers. However, the brothers never intended on selling the students any marijuana. They, killed, they took the students out to the desert and shot them, killing two. One survived. Quote from the, our lyrics from the song, quote, it wasn't until the car suddenly stopped in the middle of a cold and barren place and the other guy turned and spilled three boys' blood did they know a trap had been laid, end quote. That's crazy. That's sad. Don't do so, drugs, kids. Just trying to buy some marijuana and you get Drugs killed. are bad. Okay. Okay. Don't do drugs. Uh, next, we have Cassie by Flyleaf, who released this song to honor Columbine victim Cassie Bernal. The song comes from the question that Cassie was asked before she died. She was asked whether or not she believed in God, and she replied yes. Cassie had been raised in a Christian home, and as most teens do, she rebelled and started using drugs and alcohol. At one point, she became suicidal. Her mother had also found letters in Cassie's room discussing her thoughts about killing her parents. Her parents sent her to a new school, Columbine High. About a year and a half before her death, Cassie decided to go on a weekend church retreat, which restored her faith. So when she was so when faced with death and asked if she believed in God, she said yes. She was then shot to death by Eric Harris. Lyric from the song, quote, do you believe in God? Written on the bullet, say yes to pull the trigger, end quote. That's sad. Sad for all the victims. Yeah. That was such a big fucking thing man like, like big event mm-hmm. wasn't that like one of the first like well like the most well one of the f- first well-known school yeah, shootings school yes. shootings yeah yeah so i was a freshman in high school and that's the kids in the trench coats and then yeah. you start doing like the whole trench, the trench coat, coat mafia, mafia. yeah mm-hmm. yep yep i was actually i remember seeing it on the news at kevin's house we were um hanging out in his basement and it was on the news i was in what the 90s 99 99 it's crazy. Sheesh. Absolutely. Oh, damn, I'm old. We're both old, bro. <laughs> I feel it. Trust me, I feel it. Up next, we have Suffer Little Children. Um, this is written by the Smiths, and the song was inspired by the Moores murders. The Moores murders refer to Ian Brady and Myra Henley in a series of child murders they committed back in the 1960s in England. It would lure children by Henley asking a child to help find her glove, and then she would kidnap the child once they were in her car. She would then take them to Ian Brady, who would sexually assault the victims before strangling them to death. They buried all of their victims on the moors. Quote from the song, Oh, find me, find me nothing more. We are on a sullen, misty moor. We may be dead and we may be gone, but we will be, we will be, we will be right by your side. What's the name of that song? Suffer, Suffer little, little Children. I'll have to look that up. I don't know why that sounds familiar. By the Smiths. Yeah, I don't. I'm going to have to look it up and listen to it. I thought about covering that case once. The more murders, the more murders. Yeah. I just don't think I can, I can't get in that. I just that headspace there. 
Yeah, you know, I don't want to get in that headspace for sure. And, yeah. Faux show. Well, this is going to be a quick episode because I only got two left. This is a quick episode. I know. I mean, they're not all long. No, you know, and I think it's okay. It is okay, you know. Sometimes you don't want to babble your, your ears off and... Well, my back is really hurting, so sitting up and recording is like yeah. kicking my ass. Okay, don't get old. <laughs> oh, all right. So the next song on my list is Polly. Kurt Cobain wrote this Nirvana song about a teen girl who was kidnapped on her way home from a rock concert at the Tacoma Dome in Washington in 1987. She was kidnapped and held hostage by a man named Gerald Friend. Friend raped the girl before he hung her from the ceiling and burned her with a blowtorch. The girl was able to escape and Friend was apprehended and and is now in prison. Lyrics from the song include, quote, Polly wants a cracker. I think should get her. I think I should get her off, get off her first. I think she wants some water time to think she wants some water to put out the blowtorch, end quote. I mangled that. Let me try that one again. Yeah. In English this time. Yeah, I'm going to try. Here's the (laughs) lyric from Polly. Polly wants a cracker. I think I should get off her first. I think she wants some water to put out the blowtorch. There you go. End quote. Now I understand it. Nailed it. Nailed it. You did good there, babe. Thanks for that one. You know. Um, I think I'm going to look into that case more. I want to learn more about that one. Because I literally... I never... I never knew that one. I mean, I didn't know some of these. I knew I knew some, and then some I didn't know. Last song. Look out, look out. Perfume Georgia. Nope. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. Look out, look out by Perfume Genius. He made this song about Mary Bell. Okay. On May 25th, 1968, Mary, age 10, age 10, strangled four-year-old Martin Brown to death. What? You've never heard of Mary. Have you ever heard of Mary Bell? Oh, my. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Didn't we do a Killer Kids episode? I might have covered her. I don't know. A few days later, she went to his house and asked his mother if she could see Martin in his coffin. She bragged to her classmates about the murder and left notes confessing to the crime. But nobody took her seriously because, like, who is going to think a 10-year-old yeah, right? strangled a 4-year-old? I think I might have. Now that I hear you say she has to look at, you know, his casket or whatever. She wanted to see him in his yes, coffin. Yes, him in his coffin. I I remember something with that. Yeah, that's, that's fucked, man. A few months after Martin's death, Mary, along with her friend Norma, strangled three-year-old Brian Howe before mutilating his body and carving the letter M into his chest. When questioned by police, she said she saw a boy with scissors hit Brian. However, police never released any information about scissors to the public, so they knew Mary was involved in the crime. Like the fact that she brought up the fact that she brought up the scissors. They were like, we never told anybody that anything happened with scissors with this death. So they were like, gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. She and Norma were tried, and Mary was convicted. She served 12 years in prison, was released when she was 23. She lives in anonymity with her daughter. And the lyrics from the song include, Mary, Mary Bell, with an uppercase M. All the neighbors know what your mother sells, but you carved out a name, you carved out a name for yourself. Her mother was apparently a prostitute. 
And, like, if I remember correctly, she wasn't shy about it with Mary being home and also pimped Mary out. Oh, yeah, that's fucked. So, sad, sad fucking story all the way around. Yeah, I'm going to have to look back into that. I'm almost positive I covered her on our Killer Kids episode, but... That was a long time ago. That was? Because we're in year two of this podcast. That's crazy. I think March 5th was the two-year anniversary. Fourth season? Third season? Seventh season. You only do 13 episodes a season. It's 13 is my favorite number. Yeah. So each episode is 13 episodes. Or each, each season is 13 episodes long. So we're on season seven. Okay. Yep. So that's my podcast for the day. It's a good one. I'm gonna have to listen to some of these songs and uh Yeah, I'll um I'll put the names of them at least in the show notes and maybe I'll do the links. I don't know. We'll see how I feel when we're done. Most likely I'll do it though. So up next is you. You got any idea what you're gonna do? Not a fucking clue. But I'll get on it. I'll have to get on him to get on it. I'll get on it. I know, but I like I said, I'll have to get mm. on you to get on it. But I want to be surprised this time, so don't tell me. I'm not. Good. Well, until next time, rate, review. review. Where do we find us? Can you remember this time? Yes. Okay. Not Your Normal Horror Podcast on Facebook. Yep. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Gmail. Mm-hmm. It's the same for all of that. Yep. Right? Yep. So That's where we are. On the gram, on the book, and on the mail. The Gmail. The Gmail. You know, just send us your ideas for episodes you want to hear, or how you feel about our choices of episodes, or you just want to shoot the shit. Both of us have access to the email, so yep. we'll shoot the shit with you. We will. Well, when we're not busy. But until then, keep it spooky, bitches. Bye. Bye. Slayers, slashes, come get your fix. Monsters, ghosts, we got all the tricks. Exorcisms.